Today is Sunday, September 26th, 2021, and this is Five Hundred by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 802. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're going to give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we can do it by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. What's going on? Not too much. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, nothing too exciting here. Uh, we've got some Vegas news to talk about. Okay. And that's always fun. That always puts me in a cheerful mood. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. But first, let's thank our patrons. We have amazing supporters week in and week out. They include longtime supporters, KT and TX, KD. Andrew Atten, Steve Sims, Kylie Westmark, Matt Barrett, and Gregory Waite. Thank you. Thank you to these and all of our patrons. We do appreciate you. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash 500 for all the details. Sneeze, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) For all the details. (laughs) I was trying to work through it, and then it felt like it was coming on, and then it felt like it went away. So let's hope it went away. All right, we We're appreciate not gonna our go patrons. Back and... Ah, fuck that shit. Everybody knows. All right. <laughs> so, I'm excited about this first thing we're going to talk about today. Okay. I love a good nonsensical Vegas project that, from the from the very beginning, you know, is almost completely uncertain to ever be built. Mm-hmm. And there was one many years ago. That was a moon-themed casino Mm -hmm. called Moon. Mm -hmm. Appropriately, that was announced and 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 then went away as these things do, just quietly faded Mm -hmm. away. Moon is back. (laughs) It is not dead. This project, two decades in the making, is back. Um. So yeah, there there were some articles this week, and there's a new website. And it's complete with all of the things that you expect from a Las Vegas resort batshit crazy project that's never going to be built, including renderings and videos. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, uh, uh, an extremely shaky plan as far as where and how this is ever going to be built. Mm-hmm. All these things we love. So the most extensive article I saw was in Daily Mail, which is a fitting publication for something this mm-hmm. ridiculous. And... Uh, I thought I'd run through some of the details that were included in that article. All right. To let you know what's planned for Moon. It's so exciting. Uh, four-year construction time is what they're estimating. So that would put us at uh, 2025 if they were to start immediately. Which well, they won't. Which they won't and couldn't. And uh, a, a price tag of $5 billion. We'll get to their extremely well-thought-out funding plan shortly. 
It would be highlighted by a 735-foot-high replica of the moon. That's the main building. That's how the hotel would be shaped. The whole thing. It would be an orb. There's like a platform and then an orb. Now, the noteworthy thing in looking at the renderings is it doesn't appear to have any windows. Huh. Unless they have some sort of... Unless the orb is made of glass. But it looks like the moon. It has like crater-esque features okay. and... I, just just work, one... They'll work it out. They'll one work. architectural I, dilemma. I'm sure... I'm sure they've got to figure out. Maybe the whole thing is one big wrap to make it look like. Oh. I don't know. Ugh. Okay, 4,000 hotel rooms, a Crater Cafe. Don't know what that is. I mean, I guess it's just a cafe called Crater Cafe. Or it's sunken in somewhere. It's weird because there are certain parts of this where they have, they've really thought through the detail. Mm-hmm. Like this one, the cafe. We know what we're going to call the cafe, a Crater Cafe. But then there's other things where... Clearly, like the window issue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a spa, a casino, a lagoon. 5,000. Maybe there are no windows because the lagoon would steam up the windows. <laughs> In the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I love that that would happen. Uh, a 5,000 capacity event center, a theater for resident performers, a piano bar. Again, a little very detail. specific that, yeah. like, one of the. People who's behind this clearly loves piano bars because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we've got to have a fucking piano bar. Obviously, some of these things you have in any strip resort, a spa, a theater, all those, but mm-hmm. then, oh, we've got to have a piano bar. Very specific. Several lounges, mm-hmm. and they separated out the piano bar from the lounges. Okay. S- somebody loves piano bars. Boutiques, a convention center, uh, a nightclub under a giant model spaceship with lights beaming down to the dance floor. Okay. All right, well, that sounds exciting. Um, a glass-bottomed Enviromax walkway, air-conditioned umbilical hallway, to offer simulated views of the Earth's weather patterns, allowing guests to view the eye of the hurricane from within the eye. No. So I'm guessing this is a tunnel that's surrounded by screens. Have you seen those new airplanes that they're planning? No. Um, I'm concerned. Airplanes without any windows, but they have like crazy video screens that mimic what you'd be looking at. No. It's weird. What? Anyway, that's wow. what this reminded me of. And then the big, this is the, mm, this is the part that. This is the part that. Oh, uh, this is the part they put all their focus on. Mm-hmm. A moon shuttle to a lunar colony. Okay, designed to replicate the surface of the moon, the active lunar colony is the unique selling point for this ambitious resort. Oh, it is so ambitious. ambitious. (laughs) Okay, to access the colony, which would be in the upper half of the sphere, which again, wouldn't you think that they'd have hotel rooms in the upper part of the sphere? You would think, but if there are no windows, there are no views, so maybe it's not as attractive. I don't know. Guests would head to to some shuttle stations we're waiting moon shuttles that are cars on a roller coaster ride. This is elaborate. Uh, we'll snake around the exterior of the hotel suites. The exterior of the hotel suites. So the so rooms. So is there like a column in the middle of suites? Or... <sighs> and that's how you'll get there. That's how you'll get up to the, the thing. The lunar colony. Once there, you'll spend 90 minutes exploring the 10-acre space whizzing over craters in a moon buggy and the cost for this attraction will be five hundred dollars again 
they figured out the fucking price tag on this. Uh huh. Uh, okay, so that's weird. Again, I'm sure they'll work it all out. Um, okay, that funding plan. Okay, the shuttles oh, yes. are for this ride. They're not to get to your hotel. No, room. the shuttles are to get to the lunar colony. The $500 experience is okay. that you take essentially a, a roller coaster upwards to this thing where you get in a moon buggy and cruise around a 10-acre moon replica. Okay. And explore it for 90 minutes for $500. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love this project. I'm so glad it's back. <laughs> and I'm so glad that it's back with this level of detail. Mm-hmm. Okay, that funding thing, which obviously to build a $5 billion resort, you've got to have a plan in place, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the developers, here's their plan. They aim to work with major global corporations that already have all the funding required to develop the resort. Sounds solid. Uh-huh. That sounds like such a rock-solid plan. It's, it's, it's practically built already. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We're going to approach some companies that have money because we don't have money. Uh, and they're just, they're, they'll have all the, bill, the money. They'll, why would they not want to fund this? Why would they this? not invest in this? This is just, this is this, wow. Renderings um, currently for this project have it directly across from Wynn and Encore at the former New Frontier space, which mm-hmm. is, that land is owned by Wynn. Uh-huh. Um, apparently Wynn will be all too happy to lease or sell this land oh, sure. to the moon folks because... Because wh- why not? Why would they not want a giant moon replica across from their signature properties? <laughs> <laughs> It will be, I think, um, one of the, other than Stratus, the Stratosphere Tower, I think it would be the, I think, second or third tallest building in Las Vegas. I think that's the plan for this. Um, yeah, if you want to take a look at it, moonworldresorts.com is the place to go. And you might Google that Daily Mail article if you want to read oh my. all the additional details. But, mm. Welcome back, Moon. Can't wait for you not to be built. I hope that they at least spend a couple thousand dollars every nine months for some sort of thing. Some new attraction that they wish to announce. Some a new rendering or video or something to keep this coming up for a while mm-hmm. with like an updates. Yeah. So they they have said you know we don't actually have the land, but that would be the perfect spot for it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that seems logical. Sure. Sounds like again once they get once they work with the major corporations that have all the funding in place, you know, it's a done deal. It's a done deal practically. So, welcome back, Moon. Happy to have you. We look forward to speaking about this again in the future or not. All right. Speaking of planets. Well, the moon's not moon's really a planet. Not a planet. But, uh, <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of celestial orbs, orbs in space, um, there's a new attraction coming, and this is mm, again, I can't imagine a better way to spend my vacation than being preached at about how the Earth is dying and how I can help. Mm-hmm. That sounds fantastic. There's a new immersive attraction headed for Showcase Mall down by MGM Grand. This is for you if you want to be talked down to and. Learn a few things about our planet. And not escape from, mentally, from the hellscape that surrounds us. Exactly. Arcadia Earth. This is described as a large-scale multi-sensory journey 
through underwater worlds, fantasy lands, and inspirational art installations. So it looks like it's a combination of things. Like they, they're using some of the technology that you see at like those immersive Van Gogh exhibits. Mm, mm-hmm. They're using virtual reality, augmented reality, projection mapping, and other interactive technology. And they're going to use all those high quality technological advancements to tell you how fucked up our planet is mm-hmm. and how you're to blame. So that's going to be fun. Here, the ice caps are melting. You shouldn't have thrown away that plastic bottle before you came in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Las Vegas location is projected to open on November 1st, according to the employment ads that I found on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I know, I actually found some useful information on LinkedIn. That in itself is an accomplishment. It's the fir- first time anyone has ever found anything that could, they could use for any purpose on LinkedIn. And that was me yesterday. Congratulations, me. If you want to find out about this, there is a location in New York already, so you can get a sense for what it is based on the website at arcadia-earth.com. If you go to this, I would love a review. I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear how preachy it is or not preachy. It sounds like it would be extremely preachy, but maybe, you know, if it's a thing where you're like, oh, look, penguins. You know, that, that kind of shit. Cool. But if it's like... Here, oh, look, dead here penguins. penguins. Yeah, here are penguins. They're dead. Aw, you killed them. So anyway, I'd like to know the level of shame that's being foisted upon the visitors. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's uh, coming soon to Las Vegas. It, and it's something. I don't anticipate visiting Arcadia Earth. But who knows? I suppose I could... Spur of the moment, go, you know what? I should visit that for our listeners and review it. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. I doubt it. All right, let's talk restaurants, shall we? You have other priorities. I have many other priorities. Gamblings, mainly. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a new restaurant coming to Paris, Las Vegas next year, and it is the third Las Vegas location for upscale Asian restaurant Nobu. If you like sushi, Nobu is the place. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing this might be the reason or at least part of the reason for those Paris restaurant closings we discussed a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. A couple Asian restaurants that had closed. I think it was a sushi restaurant and I don't remember what the other one was, but I'm guessing they didn't want to have too much of that, um, mm-hmm. the same concept and they may even be using that location. I'm not sure. Um, according to a Caesars executive, I believe in uh, Hollywood Reporter, what will differentiate this Nobu from the other two Nobus, the one at Caesar's Palace and the one at Virgin Hotels, is that it will be more intimate, smaller space. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the Caesar's location is going to be undergoing a re- renovation by the end of this year as well. So anyway, if you're a Nobu fan, you're going to have many choices. Maybe when they were temporarily located at Bally's, they're like, it's really nice having this smaller space. On let's this side this. of the street. Yes, let's do this again, but not here at Bally's. So anyway, there you go. Plenty of Nobu choices coming your way. Uh, Resorts World, speaking of Asian restaurants, continues to add new restaurants to its already bulky restaurant lineup. I don't know. Bulky sounds negative. Girthy. <laughs> Girthy restaurant lineup. Vast lineup of restaurants. There's another one coming. Uh, don't have an opening day yet. It's called... Heidi Heidi Lao. Apparently, it's a chain. Mm-hmm. Um, they have hundreds of restaurants in China and a handful in the U.S. and then some other places too. But it's a hot pot chain. And according to a rest, uh, an article in Eater, so this is 
one of those things where the table comes equipped. It has four like steel pots with different broths in, in them. Mm-hmm. And then you have an iPad tablet that you can use to order ingredients that come to you and then you cook them in the different hot broths. And then you enjoy them. You know what would be fun? What would be fun? So it's kind of a fondue thing. What? Well, if you had someone come to your table and prepare them for you and I had to watch you watch that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want... No. We've never done one of these, have we? Hot no. pot things? No. I think there's one nearby here. But anyway, maybe sometime we'll do something like this. I don't know. So there you go. That's coming sometime, I'm guessing, late this year, early next year. You know, there's there's quite a bit of space at Resorts World. And as I may have mentioned, when when I was there in July, there were several, in the retail and restaurant area, there were still quite a few storefronts that um, that had yet to be developed. So some of those things have plans, but I think they're still filling out some of those spaces. And that would be what this is. Uh, there's another new restaurant coming to the strip. This is a couple weeks ago. We talked about blue ribbon fried chicken at the Bally's mm-hmm. grand bazaar shantytown shops closing. That space is going to be filled according to eater by yet another fast food fried chicken restaurant. And I was looking at the website for this mm-hmm. made me hungry. Yeah. Yeah. The pictures, at least, at least the photos. Fantastic. It is Dave's hot chicken. I guess they have a bunch of locations in California mm-hmm. and elsewhere and it's, uh, generally chicken tenders and sliders and they have a heat scale mm-hmm. from no spice to reaper so you can choose <laughs> and it's like seven levels of Ooh. heat so you can be pretty specific with how hot you'd like it um reaper you won't taste anything else for the next month mm-hmm. and no spice is for people from minnesota yes i'll go somewhere in the middle if I were to have this. I would probably go like one level above no spice. And they have like cheese fries and mac and cheese and some mm-hmm. other sides that look pretty good too. So Was it Tom and SoCal who gave yes. us a donation for Popeye's? That's right. We did fulfill that uh, that specific request. It was delicious. Request. I'd, I'd have that again. Yes. So yes, thumbs up to, we had never had Popeye's even though there's a bunch of them around here. Mm-hmm. Tom from SoCal said, that's a shame. You need to. Mm-hmm. Paid for a it dinner. Was a- good sandwich it was was a delightful delightful thing yeah all right so there you go uh in entertainment news there is a new limited engagement because it's under nine shows it is eight shows at venetian from the band foreigner so that's happening in march and april of 2022 now this specific engagement is the best of foreigner four live foreigner Mm -hmm. four of course is one of the big albums from that what year was that 80 early 80 82 or something yeah well it's 40 years so yeah that would make sense <laughs> they're celebrating 40 years and i'm trying to figure out what year it is uh, i'm sharp today um so i'm now a lot of times you okay yeah a lot of times when a band is commemorating an album anniversary they will do the entire album it'll mm-hmm. be a top to bottom thing so yep. you get to hear the deep cuts you don't hear otherwise and it's something really great for the hardcore fans mm-hmm. that doesn't appear to be the case here though because it's the best of foreigner four uh-huh. live which is like everything that they released off the album well i don't know they're i mean everything that charted well the, as maybe a single. the single the the big hits from that were jukebox hero urgent and waiting for a girl like you mm-hmm. um so three of the 10 tracks were 
big hits. They, I don't know if they had any other singles or not, but those are the ones that are immediately recognizable. So I'm guessing maybe they'll have like one or two other songs from that. Mm-hmm. But I think those are the songs they already do as part of their... I was going to say, that sounds like something they do as a greatest hits tour anyway. Yeah, which is what they're generally doing for a tour. So I guess, I don't know, they just didn't want to learn the deep cuts. They're never going to perform again other than <laughs> these shows and... Uh, as far as the Foreigner lineup, it's been, a, I think, a fairly consistent lineup for a while, but Mick Jones, who is the only original founding member still in the group, he sometimes shows up and plays with them and sometimes doesn't, and sometimes he'll... So you don't know if you're going to get him or not. Mm-hmm. It might just be the guys who... His backing band for the last several years and not him. You don't know. Okay. For, you'd think for something like this... Where that it's he'd a show up. He might yeah. do, do the show. Like I looked at a set list for I think it was in Montana, mm-hmm. and he was listed as just doing the three songs in the encore. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what the deal with that is, but he's listed in the press release as like foreigners lineup includes. But again, mm-hmm. you don't know if he's going to be includes, part of the show. But is not limited to tickets for that are sixty six bucks, including Ticketmaster fees and taxes. And yeah, if you're gonna be in Vegas in April and or March and April next year and you're a big foreigner fan go nuts give us a review let us know how the show was longtime Las Vegas legend Wayne Newton is returning with his show up close and personal Caesars Entertainment you may recall is closing Cleopatra's barge or has closed it at least to live entertainment and he was one of the acts that they said they wanted to keep around so they found a new venue for him Beginning on October 23rd, he will be performing at Bugsy's Cabaret at Flamingo. And he's got shows scheduled through at least January 1st. He's doing, it's an odd schedule. A lot of times performers will do like three consecutive nights. He's doing Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Hmm. Has to let his precious voice, what's left of his precious voice rest, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so tickets for that are about 100 bucks, including Ticketmaster fees. You're going to hear him tell stories. He's going to do a few songs, answer questions from the audience. That's the kind of deal it is. So I think he plays a few instruments too. Um, I don't know how much, you know, like I said, his voice has been blown out for years. So he'll probably speak, sing a couple songs. Mm-hmm. You can the, hear him the Vince sp- Neil method? Speaks, yeah. Hold the microphone out and have the crowd sing Dunk Shane. So there you go. Even even with that, it's good He's to know. He's a legend. That, yeah, he can get away with it. It's yeah. good to know that Wayne's around. It would it, the stories would probably be oh yeah worth the cost of admission. Well, I don't know, hundred bucks maybe not, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> worth worth being entertained by him. Sure, I guess. <laughs> All right. Here's so, our half-hearted endorsement of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's the. I'm probably not going to shell out a hundred bucks, but if tickets dropped in my lap, maybe I'd go. <laughs> um, finally. Plaza has filed plans with the city for a new bar in addition to the um, the club that they announced recently. Is this your second favorite story of the week? Well, this one, had, I've got some questions. Mm-hmm. I do. It's going to be a carousel bar located beneath Oscars. Mm-hmm. So that's where the, like the valet and cab drop yeah. off. That's where that is. I w- uh, okay. Um, you may recall Circus Circus mm-hmm. had a legendary revolving bar mm-hmm. for many years. I don't know what that is now. It was a gelato stand for a while. Um, I, I don't know what they're using it for now. And then Whiskey Liquor Up, of course, 
opened a couple years ago, Binion's on the second level. That's been a hit, that, mm-hmm. that venue. The bar itself, kind of inconsistent reviews. Yeah. People have said it's shitty if you want to watch whatever is on the TVs because you only see, mm-hmm. you know, parts of it as, as the TVs come by. around. Yeah. And also several people, at least when it first opened, were had some motion sickness problems. So I don't know if maybe they slowed it down and that hasn't been as much of an issue, but um, great venue as far as the rotating bar, I'm not sure. I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a novel thing. What you want to do is sit next to the rotating bar where it looks out on Fremont Street. That's where all the action is. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have that view looking at the craziness below than yeah. the ro- rotating bar. Um, okay, so... Th- you can watch the ragtime piano guy. And any other number of... of- entertainment yeah yeah all right i don't know about the specifics i haven't seen the actual plans i just saw that they filed okay back to plaza so yeah so i'm I'm very curious because street level rotating restaurant or a rotating bar mm-hmm. that has uh for larry sanders show fans yeah hank's look around cafe mm-hmm. vibes all over it oh yeah um is it going to be enclosed or are you just going to be listening to traffic noise and smelling car fumes? Mm-hmm. Is it, I, I'm really curious to see what this entails uh-huh. because it's plaza. It feels like it's going to be kind of half-assed and it won't be, I don't know. I hope, I hope it works out, whatever it is. I will certainly check it out after it opens, whenever that might be. What are they, are they going to ruin the port cocher? Cause I like the, like the lights. I'm sure they're not going to take the lights out or anything. No, because that's like that's the only thing that gets any attention. You know, the when lights are used. When people film at Plaza, that is what. When people film downtown, they yeah. head for that that area. So I don't know. I mean, when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, they're going to use the the beer garden space because that's been sitting empty for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But then I saw, oh no, it's planned for right underneath Oscars, which makes sense because it's circular, but. I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I hope they figure out a way to make this work where it's a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what they have planned. So I imagine that'll be coming late this year or early next year. We'll keep an eye on that. Maybe we'll see some plans at some point. Always happy to have new downtown bars. Mm-hmm. We'll check it out regardless. All right. Uh, we're not doing calls this week, but we are going to do one of these. Got a box full of letters. Means of contact, P.O. Box 8941, baby. That's right, it's the always popular, I don't know, Dear Tim and <laughs> Michelle segment. We have an email from one of our listeners, and I thought we would respond to his question. Okay. This comes in from Scott Brown. Scott writes... I've always wondered, how do you find... Dear Casey. Huh? Dear Casey. (laughs) Do you like my inflections when I'm reading emails like Mm -hmm. this? I've always wondered, how do you find all those Vegas-referenced opening clips? Scott, thanks for your question. I appreciate that. Um, This is a multi-tiered answer. I'll do my best (laughs) to explain it. A couple different ways those come about. Mm -hmm. Occasionally... A listener, and actually Scott included included one. Occasionally, a listener will send me something that they caught mm-hmm. that they haven't heard that they think I might enjoy. 
So I use those sometimes. Uh, or they'll just tell me, hey, this... Uh, this show featured something. At this time. Yeah. It's on whatever streaming service or YouTube or wherever. So I get that once in a while. That's not a, a majority of them, but a handful are used that way. And I try to mention the person who sent them to me when I use those. But um, another way, I'll be watching something mm-hmm. and there will be a Vegas reference and I'll hit record on the DVR Yep, and, and use it that way. But just because there's a Vegas reference doesn't mean it's worthy of a clip. No. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'll use them. Sometimes I won't. There was one this week. We were watching something and they briefly mentioned Vegas, but it just didn't have enough context to it. And yet, like this week's opening clip, for mm-hmm. example, eh, it's, you know, he mentions, it's, I use that because I really like Frank Turner mm-hmm. and he played a punk rock bowling the other night. I was watching clips on YouTube last night uh-huh. and he said Las Vegas. I'm like, fuck it. I'm using that for an opening clip yep. just because I like Frank Turner and I like, you know, and, and it fits. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes I will go searching for something specific. For example, last week when I wanted to pay tribute to Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. No, I'd used that one in the past, but um, but it was worth using again. Yeah, if it, sometimes I'm like, oh, I bet such and such performer, mm-hmm. if it's, it's like a stand-up comic or somebody has used has told Las Vegas jokes, has had material, has discussed Vegas in interviews, something like that. I will do a search online, see if I can find anything specific to them. And then the last way is I have a um, a wish list set up on TiVo for mm-hmm. Vegas and also one for casinos, I think. Mm-hmm. And I will occasionally scan that and see if there's anything new coming up that's going to air that has a Vegas theme and I will record it. And if there's a worthy clip, I will pull it. We've got a year's worth of shows that I've not pulled <laughs> clips from that are stacked up on our DVR. The best ones to me mm-hmm. are like the weird, usually if a sitcom is set there, like an old sitcom, mm-hmm. those are often the best because there'll be some just cheesy line. I like using those. Yeah. But anyway, those are the methods. To your madness. To my madness for finding all those clips. There's an, an endless supply. It's quite impressive. Like mm-hmm. Vegas is a constant, almost every show you watch at some point. They take a Vegas trip. There, or there, there'll be a reference or a joke mm-hmm. or a line or something about, about Vegas. So they're pretty easy to come by. So that's good. Thank you for your question, Scott. If you would like to send Dear Tim and Michelle questions, send them to 500gmail.com. Subject line, Dear Tim and Michelle. We will be happy to answer them for you, maybe. Don't you like how I always mm-hmm. hedge? Also, we do have a voicemail line. We'd love to hear from you there. 702-866-9494. We'll get caught up on calls during one of the upcoming shows. Um, before we go, we've got some karma donations this week from our fine, fine listeners, some of whom are going to Vegas and are hoping for some extra luck. And they, for some reason, think that we can provide that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hope it works out for you. I hope you. so, too. Uh, Michael, there was no note with his, but we're going to say it's a karma donation, probably for a trip. Have a great time. Yes, thank you. Um, Michelle is or was in Vegas. Not uh, me. No, different Michelle, two L's, for a business trip, staying at Resorts World, hoping for uh, some karma. Um, apparently, she did that for a May trip, and it worked out well. Yay. So, hope you have a great time. Yes. Mike, with a karma donation for an annual guys trip that is happening right now. Staying at Cosmo and hoping for royal flushes for all. I do wish that for you. Yes. Our friend Ryan, karma donation for a trip on October 1st. What is Ryan's, he used to be a Denver gambler. Gambler. Mm -hmm. Where's Ryan now? 
He's still in Denver. Is he? I know, but what is his? I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't keep track. Yeah. I see him from time to time on social media, but I, I do don't as well. pay attention to the handle, he's one I of the, guess. He's one of the eight people on Twitter I don't have muted. <laughs> Lauren and Dane going for their 24th trip together in just a few days, staying at the D. We'll be enjoying stadium swim, playing video poker till their fingers bleed. That's the way to do it. Have a great time. <laughs> Kevin and Kay, they've got a trip coming up in a couple days. Uh, returning to Vegas for the first time in almost two years after the, an April 1st, 2020 trip was canceled due to extreme worldwide fuckery. Mm-hmm. Worst shitheads Christmas present ever. Yep. No doubt. Hope you have a great time. Hope that the wait was worth it. Yes. It will be. You're going to have a great time. I know it. And finally, Gray, she said, your podcast has been a lifeline to Vegas for me through the pandemic. Headed back there soon for my first trip in two and a half years. Thought it was only fitting to send a karma donation oh, your way. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We appreciate all of you for the support. Mm-hmm. It means a lot to us. Hope you all have a wonderful time. I do wish much luck for all of you. All right. 500bymidnight.com is our website. You can send those Dear Tim and Michelle questions to 500gmail.com and you can call us. We'd love to hear from you on our voicemail line at 702-866-9494. Anything else before we get the hell out of here? Nope. All right, we will be back soon with another show, and until then, have a fantastic week. Bye-bye. Bye.